podcast, where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. Welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about OMAD, or one meal a day, and whether or not this can be something that's useful for your weight loss or weight maintenance. So if you're not familiar with it, and there's different derivations or terms for this, but OMAD is an acronym for one meal a day. And so you could see it maybe as an exaggerated version of intermittent fasting or a compressed eating window. I think the more well-known intermittent fasting schedule would be something like a eight-hour eating window or perhaps something less. Most people who do daily fasting will have lunch and dinner and skip breakfast, though there are some people who skip dinner and they do breakfast and lunch and stop eating at two. I have been intermittent fasting fastinging every day since November of 2014. And I've mentioned in previous episodes, and I have articles here, how fasting has helped me and how fasting helped eradicate my disordered eating that I've had since I was a child. That I'll never go back to eating breakfast. I don't foresee a point of this ever happening. Even to the point, like if I'm in a hospital for surgery and they're like, oh, here's breakfast, or they're going to give me like an IV of something in the morning, like, nah, it's all right. And so, look, I did it originally, probably in 2014, because I at that time, fasting was not as well known. Now it's everybody's doing it. It's in the zeitgeist, which I think is good because it's it's one of the, the tools that obese people have to lose weight. And it's a tool for non-obese people to use for other medical benefits. And we have a lot of episodes on fasting here, as I just mentioned. But if you want to go to probably the ones where I flesh out the non weight loss benefits of fasting you probably scroll down or go to naturopathic earth the link that's in the episode notes uh, because that only lets you scroll down for the first 300 videos but around episode 40 uh, of the original feed of this feed back in 2017 i talk about that so it's been quite some time but omad is one meal a day and so depending on how you do the omad an omad doesn't mean you're going to scarf down all your calories in 20 minutes It could be your meal is an hour long and it doesn't really have to be contingent on time, though I think most people, as I drink my tea, most people who do it at night, they do like a 24 hour fast, then they have a meal at night. And as I mentioned before, fasting is not a diet. It can be used to lose weight and certainly you can lose weight by doing it. But it's not necessarily a diet. It's a lifestyle choice. It's a lifestyle. And you also have to be careful with fasting because if you have a history of bulimia and anorexia nervosa, both of these can easily be kind of morphed into fasting or fasting can be used as a cover for both of those. Because if you look at fasting, the anorexics would love it if they tell, oh, I'm fasting. Yeah, I don't eat till three and then they don't eat at all. And then the bulimics, 
the bulimics, since they like to eat a lot of food and then purge it out, it's something where they kind of feel a kindred spirit too because they feel like they they can hold it in, not eat, not eat, not eat. And then when they eat, they're just going to eat an inordinate amount of food. So you really, it's like fire, what they say about fire. It's a, it's a dangerous servant. It's a useful servant, but a dangerous master. And it's kind of the same thing here. So with OMAD, we'll just kind of sketch out the typical person who does OMAD or the, the typical format. I would say it's like a, a 6 to 7 p.m. thing. And so look. Typical woman is supposed to consume 2,000 calories a day. Typical man, 2,600 calories a day. That, of course, is contingent upon your physical activity, your age, and a bunch of other things. So if you're OMADing it, because you're not dieting, remember, it's not a diet, you should consume your 2,600 calories. And one of the reasons people lose weight when just doing regular fasting, let's say you, you have a lunch and you have a dinner, there's two reasons. One is... Your body is tapping into your fat reserves in that fasting period. So let's say in that morning time prior to you breaking your fast at lunch. And so it's going to tap into your fat reserves and use it as energy because the body's primary and preferred source is going to be sugar, carbs. But when it runs out and it's reserves in your liver and your skeletal muscle, it's going to find whatever it can to keep your brain going, keep your organs going. So it's going to tap into your fat, what we call ketosis. So that's, that's one reason. The other reason why people lose weight when fasting is since you're skipping a meal, you really have to compensate for missing that meal by eating more calories in those two other meals. Because weight loss, when you strip it all down, is consuming less calories that you're burning in a given day. Right? And if you can do this consistently, day after day after day, you lose a pound. So... It's something like, like if you reduce your caloric intake, caloric intake 500 calories a day, just 500 calories less every day. If you do that for a week, you lose a pound. And look at sodas. I mean, there's people who just uh, eliminate sodas from their life and they just lose weight. They don't change anything else about their diet, but they eliminate sodas and they lose weight because sodas are just empty calories. So going back to fasting. So when you skip breakfast, and look, let's be real, a breakfast in America is... It's just sugar galore, pancakes, muffins, French toast, toast. Most people are not cereal. Most people aren't eating eggs and bacon. Of course, some people are eating eggs and bacon. But if you go to IHOP, the majority of people there are getting chocolate chip pancakes and all this garbage with loaded with syrup. So you could be consuming like a thousand calories in your breakfast easily. So when you're fasting, you're not eating that breakfast so you still have to pack in your 2,600 calories, but now you only have two meals to do it. And certainly you can do it if you're eating high caloric food, but it's harder. So by the end of the day, you maybe consume 2,100 calories. And then if you're working out every day, let's say you burn five, 600 calories just from your cardio workout, then your, your net intake was really about 1,500 calories a day. And that this is one of the reasons you would lose weight. So it's even more exaggerated if you do the OMAD because the OMAD is one meal. And remember, the mindset of OMAD is you're not restricting calories. The mindset of OMAD is I still need to eat my calories so my body will be nourished and my body will function. So with OMAD, a lot of people love it because, A, you can eat whatever you want. And look, when I fast, I eat whatever I want. I don't have forbidden foods. 
there's foods that I should eat less of than others. Like I like you know, donuts, I'm human, but I can't tell you the last time I had a donut. So there's certainly foods you can eat more that, that you should eat more and foods you should eat less of. But you, you should just eat whatever you want. There aren't forbidden foods because remember when you're fasting and especially the exaggerated form of OMAD or even more exaggerated when you're doing like 48 hour fast, 72 hour fast, is I need to eat. And since I'm losing so much weight just by my net deficit of calories, in addition to your working out, well, you have more to splurge, right? You have more caloric expenditure to splurge. So you can eat maybe foods that are tastier that, that, that are uh, what we perceive today to be more sinful. So with OMAD, the reason I don't personally do OMAD, as I've mentioned before, I, my fast is typically three to seven. I, eat, I have a four hour eating window. I've been doing that for like two, three years. The reason I don't OMAD is just simple discomfort. If I OMAD, and sometimes I do, like if I'm traveling or there's some reason why I can't eat at three, I'm in a meeting or, or whatever, and I can't eat till five, 5.30, I'm like an old man in a 40-year-old body. I like to eat dinner at 5.30. I like to eat early. I'm not one of these late people. And I know there are people out there who when they eat dinner, then they get really hungry before they go to sleep and then they have like a fourth meal. And I would tell you, you're probably not eating enough satiating food for dinner because if you eat like a porterhouse steak, you're not going to be getting hungry three hours later before you go to sleep. So I don't do OMAD because my stomach just, is, it, it gets too distended. Like if you're trying to pack in 2,600 calories or whatever it is in one meal, you got to do like the Michael Phelps rock Hugh Jackman getting jacked up for Wolverine diet, and that's a lot of food. And your stomach, which is a pouch, can only fit so much. To, it could reach the point where you feel nauseated and you could even vomit up because the top part of the, the stomach, the fundus, is never full of food. The stomach will just initiate regurgitation. You'll vomit it out. So there's only so much food you can take in at every meal. So with OMAD, you've really got to make a concerted effort to pack in your calories to 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 consume your calories in that one meal and for me and this is just for me and i'm not maligning anybody who likes to omad for me i don't like the discomfort i have of doing one meal a day now i do do postprandial walks or post eating walks and that is good for you and it helps you digest the food uh, but even then I, I don't like going to sleep with like a very like dyspepsia, as we would call it, like indigestion, uncomfortable stomach. So that's why I kind of do what I do. So my three to seven is nice because I, I break my fast with something small. It could be some pieces of dark chocolate or I make a, a full-fat yogurt bowl or some nuts. It's something light and typically full-fatty. But it's like a snack. It, I think most people would consider it a snack. So that gets my metabolism going or, you know, that, that gets my body going, kicking it out of rest mode, fasting mode. And then two hours later or so, two and a half hours later, then I eat my dinner. And my dinner is normal. Like There's nothing that I won't eat. And it's a pretty big meal because I understand, well, I've only eaten maybe 400 calories. So now I can have a relatively large meal. And so I'll eat a relatively large meal. So it's almost like I have a snack OMAD lifestyle because I'm not doing a full meal. And again, there's people who eat two meals a day. That's totally fine. That's what you want to do. If you break your fast at one and you want to have a burger, that's great. And if at night you want to have, I don't know, chicken enchiladas, that's great. You know, whatever works for you. And if you feel like you're getting results, that's great. Now, 
I fast because of more of the cognitive benefits and I don't miss the sugar crashes and the spikes that I used to get when I was eating you know, every three hours or whatever with all the snacking. But everybody's different. So look, try OMAD if, if you feel like if you've been fasting and you want kind of a bigger biohack. And remember with the body, the, 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 the myriad benefits of fasting are exaggerated or exemplified or kicked in more the longer you fast. So if you're breaking your fast at one, and you finish eating the night before at nine, you know, let's, let's do the math, it's like what, 12, 15 hour fast, 16 hour fast, that's not as beneficial as a 20 hour fast, and a 20 hour fast isn't as beneficial as a 24 hour fast, and a 24 hour fast isn't as beneficial as a 48 hour fast. So understand like if, if you wanna extend out your fast as long as possible, so long as you have cognitive benefits and you're not crashing and you're not like falling asleep when you're driving, Give it a shot and maybe try OMAD for a little while. I am not a big fan of extended fasts, though I know people who do them. 36-hour fast, 48-hour fast, 72-hour fast. I mean, look, you can do these. Make sure you're getting your electrolytes in. And certainly if you're doing, a, I would not do like a 40 or 72-hour fast, then have one meal and then kick into the next 72-hour fast. That would not be good for your body. But you're more than welcome to try those out. You know, do a 36-hour fast and then have a normal compressed eating window days for two, three days and then do another 48 if that's what you want to work. But start slow. If you're not fasting, start out with the 16-8, kind of the basic, and then work your way up maybe to a 24 and then maybe try OMAD. Guys, please rate and review if you haven't done so already. I know the amount of people who listen to these podcasts and it's only a fraction that have done a rate and review on Apple or Spotify it really helps out with the algorithm. So please do it. There's a link for PayPal and there's a link to go to the website Naturopathic Earth, which hosts all the articles and recipes and podcast feeds that we have here, including the Cinema Rag, which is the movie podcast that started in January that has about 120 episodes. So please check it out and rate and review it as well. Until next time, take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.